Welcome to A Day at the Races, episode five from our Queen discussion. We are at the end of 1976 uh, on December 10th when Queen released A Day at the Races, the companion album to the mega hit uh, and a very influential record, uh, uh, A Night at the Opera. Does this follow up? Does it uh, work well as a companion record? Was it worth the extra time, really? Um, wasn't this an, uh, a year off between uh, between uh, records here, I think? Uh, that's kind of a long time for the 70s, but uh, glad they gave us it, and we're here. Uh, myself, Alex, Kevin, and Chris are here to debate it, discuss it, and ultimately love or flush every track on A Day at the Races. So let's take it away. This will be an interesting one. This will be a good one because I think this might be the first Queen record where we may not have a general consensus. But let's find out. Alex, tonight you begin. What are your thoughts on Queen's A Day at the Races? Yeah, so for this one, I went into it kind of hoping that I would like it more than A Night at the Opera. Uh, just because, you know, A Night at the Opera, it was kind of critically reviewed as the best Queen record, you know, had the highest rating. And to me, it was honestly a bit of a letdown, uh, as I stated in the last episode. I mean, the singles were great, and I just kind of felt, well, maybe it was rated that high just because I could be wrong, but maybe just fans thought that, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody, a huge song on it. They go to that album, and they hear that, and they're like, oh, well, yeah, this has got to be the best Queen record because this is on it, and just kind of by default. So, yeah, that's why I was hoping we'd get into this one and it'd almost be back to sort of like a fan favorite, cult favorite, like Sheer Heart Attack. Um, went into it, you know, one of one of these songs on this album is, is, has been one of my favorite Queen songs for a really long time. I had another kind of Stocks on the Rise moment, sort of like a Now I'm Here, where I discovered a song that I didn't really know prior to uh, this week's listen, which I was really impressed by. And yeah, overall, I was really impressed with the... Uh, majority of the first half of the album and then eventually it did start kind of dying down a little bit uh from it but i i guess i appreciate it because i know on the night at the opera there was maybe three instances of shouldn't say joke songs but the lazing lazing on a sunday afternoon uh seaside rendezvous like there was just three of those kind of big bad bill if you listen to our van halen podcast sort of three of those instances on one record or at least on here, you only really heard that once. And I felt like, you know, even though they did do a better job of kind of making the deep cuts more unique, they didn't uh, deliver as much as I hope they would. Um, one thing I did read, though, is that they didn't have a producer on this record. Roy, Roy Thomas Baker wasn't here. And I was pretty impressed. Uh, I'm sure they probably had the same engineer but uh, sonically, I was pretty impressed that they got all the same sounds and tones and they were still able to deliver some of their biggest songs without a producer. Then I thought, well, maybe it would have been sequenced better and maybe it would have just been better overall if they did have one. So that, that's kind of hard to say. But yeah, overall, I gave it a six and a half out of ten. And yeah, I just said that I was hoping it'd be better than the last one. I think it might be slightly, but it just, it doesn't entirely blow me away. So yeah, I'll leave it at a uh, six and a half out of 10 tonight. Okay. Chris, your thoughts on this record? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be in kind of similar territory. Uh, yeah, this is probably the first uh, album where I was... Uh, probably even more than queen too. I was kind of let down just because of their, at this point they're kind of in their, at their peak. 
and as competently written and recorded as it is, um, I had a hard time kind of internalizing a lot of these songs. Um, yeah, for whatever reason, the melodies, it just, I don't know, they just didn't, uh, uh, it just kind of like Queen 2. I mean, there's just a lot of deep cuts here, uh, but it disappointed me even a little bit more here just because this is the bigger, I mean, they're kind of are in full force right here. But again, yeah, I, it was just, uh, yeah, I, I found myself uh, like walking away from it after a few days and totally forgetting about it <laughs> after, after multiple listens too, after two or three listens and coming back to it. And I couldn't remember it, like anything except for like the hits mm-hmm. off of here. Um, and I feel bad cause you listen to, I mean, this is a, per, again, I mean, they were always a professional sounding band regardless of how impactful the material came off. Uh, but here it was just like, like, I'm, I'm not going to come back to this record, unfortunately, and dig into a top to bottom again. I mean, I love the hits on here. Um, but the deep cuts kind of, yeah, just, they didn't grab me, uh, like on other like deep cut records that I like. Uh, and there are a lot of love songs on here that don't really, Ooh, di- yes. that they don't really <laughs> di- uh, distinguish themselves very much. It, it almost kind of sounded like, yeah, that they, they were trying, it's like, pushing their queen style for the charts like okay we're gonna do i mean this is a queen ballad but we were but we're not it's not very deep but we're we're, uh, at least for our fan base we know it'll probably connect uh with them on a kind of a basic level but with me it just disappointed me a little bit Mm -hmm. um and uh which is a shame because i mean uh i'm I'm not as critical as probably alex was on on the previous record i think uh, that that was kind of where they everything came together here it sounds like uh I don't know, kind of like a weaker like part two. Um, yeah, there was a quote, and I of course I didn't write it down. Uh, I should have. Uh, I don't know why I didn't do that, but uh, it was from one of the uh, Rolling Stone kind of like discography books or whatever, or talking about uh, yeah, like the like classic records. And uh, yeah, the guy wrote in there on this record kind of said it was like kind of like an, an underachieved kind of what uh, compared to the last one, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm gonna give it again because it's very competently written i'm gonna give it a six out of ten and i'm not sure what uh, if i'll drop it or not but we'll see what happens in the discussion interesting and interesting uh, compliment on queen too they were not a band to waste time in the studio uh they definitely put yeah. forth effort into everything they've done to this oh, yeah. point so yeah. uh you know sometimes that's good sometimes uh the magic just isn't there so can't yeah. fault them for trying that's for sure so kevin what are your thoughts on uh day at the races so this is one, and I understand what Alex and Chris are, are saying. This is one where I listened to it a couple times, gave it a break, and came back to it to take my notes. And what I came away with was I wasn't blown away with anything in particular, but there are so many of these songs where I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, that's a solid song. And then mm-hmm. I get to the next one, I'm like, yeah, that's another solid song. I'm like, oh, man. Song after song, solid song. And I will agree with Alex that it kind of second half drops off a little bit. And the rest like, ah, it's, it's letting me down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't deny, like, just, I feel like, in my opinion, I actually had more interest in this than A Night at the Opera. Maybe it's wow. because okay. I'm more familiar with Night at the Opera, but there's less goof here. Maybe a little bit too much love, but there's less goof. And we don't get Big, big Bad Bill for the third time, you know, or fourth no, time. No, but we get time. somebody love. to love her boy for five times, too. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. I, no, I that is definitely true. That. that is definitely true. 
And where does that leave me? I didn't know. I didn't know what my rating was going to be. So I can just make it up off the cuff here. I'm going to give it a seven and a half and see wow. where we go. Very yeah, Mark. Strong. Yeah, I didn't want to cut yeah. you off. There was one thing I wanted to throw in here before uh, we moved on. Uh, I feel at this point, yeah, that uh, as far as my specific taste, I feel like Queen is starting to outgrow what I can handle as far as kind of very eccentric kind of pop song craft. And I think this is the point where I really noticed where I'm like, I just, I don't know. It seems like it's getting too off the rails. For what did you say? They're dancing over the line. Now they're dancing over the line for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I, I know you've used the phrase "a band of moments" uh, on a couple yeah. of our discographies. And, and, and it seems oh, and, like Queen we're, is going this, that way. Yeah, we're we're strictly will, in that territory now. Yeah, for me. I will say too that I will agree with Chris's assessment that this is probably the limit at which now after this album, I'm thinking they got to do something different. It's time for them to switch it up, is what I'm thinking in my mind. Right. I can always <laughs> sure, handle so, a Dave yeah. Gilmore solo, but here it's like, I don't know, the like all of the Brian May kind of, it's just, it doesn't, I don't know, it just feels kind of, there's a sameness that's starting to, yeah, where I'm noticing it more than I would with a Gilmore. Because again, yeah, very simple styles, but here it's like, all right, it's too music hallish, even for my taste now. Like, okay, it was cool on like the first two, three albums now. All right, I just it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't have the impact anymore, which sure. is a shame because it is a unique. He he does have a voice, yeah, as mm-hmm. a guitar player. I mean, you heard Brian May, you know that's him. But here now it's like okay, I don't. Can you do something a little bit different? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm starting to get these strong, unspecific Boston vibes. I don't know where those are coming from, but it's 1976. Uh, I believe Boston yeah. self-titled was already out 76? by this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, one's a band in New England and the other's a band that's was already big in the UK, but, uh, probably hadn't done too much in the U S to this point. I know this one did go platinum uh, in the U S but, uh, anyway, it's, it's, you know, very much of the era and, and even without a producer, well-produced, um, I don't know. I, I hate to continue the morbid tone of this record. Um, you know, this is something that is a, uh, uh, you know, we're, yeah, I'm just second to repeat everybody else. I guess I'll just summarize everything. I will just go. It is. It might be. It might be time to confiscate the piano. Oh, really? <laughs> that's all yeah. I need to say. And you know what? You know, we're not supposed to mention them on this show, but one of my. <laughs> favorite stories about the band that shall not be named uh yeah. in one yes. of their books i've only read one of them uh who knows what's true and what's not but this is supposedly <laughs> the most honest uh of the the members i talked about the guitarist of the band um who is uh well known for his antics um somehow on one of their tours he came across a crossbow like a bow and arrow <laughs> and he he just kept shooting it in hotel lobbies like every time they go to a new city he would just shoot something in the hotel yeah. lobby and eventually they it got so bad they had to confiscate the crossbow are you at that point with the uh, and piano? i feel like that's where i am with freddie <laughs> and the piano <laughs> they're gonna have Somebody to take his confiscate. piano away he comes rolling the thing in and the guys are just like no 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 no, no 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 we got <laughs> they it, head yeah, him off. Piano, like how do we how do we how do we make an excuse like we're on a tape been, or been, i don't yeah. know like we gotta go get a lunch or i don't know like just here he comes he's rolling the piano in again might be time to confiscate the piano, and I will go five of ten. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. So we're all sure. kind of well, Kevin. Yeah. This is where you're. You're kind of in the. T- uh, yeah. Uh, Usually, he, it's yeah, the other he, way around. Yeah. He's. Yeah. He's running. He's. He's running the lowest right on the uh, as far as yeah. the f- uh, first four. Okay. And that's Chris, you are right. up top, and Kevin is about fifteen points behind. On, wow. Uh, okay. Well, let's see where. Yeah. Love, but, uh, <laughs> 
All right, let's go track by track, see how this may or may not change. All right, let's kick off the album with Tie Your Mother Down. Oh, wow. Uh, finally, uh, they've got an opener completely right, in my opinion. I don't think uh, this is another opener, maybe Brighton Rock, uh, but uh, there is another Queen opener that can compete with this one. Although they could not help yet again uh, with the worthless intro. Uh, they tagged yeah. it onto the song this time. Uh, it really should have just started at 104. I'm not sure why they felt the need to do Wait. it, if they just felt the need to overproduce. But, I mean, how, how? just imagine. Like, let's go back to what our dad talked about. It's 1977. Uh, you know, he bought Pink Floyd and animals and the first thing you drop the needle on the record what's the first thing you hear that's what you want to listen to that's really gets you in the mood of whether or not your money was well spent or not why did queen not start with this yeah okay this is weird because the youtube version just starts right off where i want it to start no oh, yeah. no it's no, weird have you listened to the uh, the radio edit? That's okay. how it starts. So it was the Spotify yeah. version that I was listening to. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's the, the LT album version that does that, which I think I was thrown off of that too, um, because when I first heard this song, it just started off with that riff in A. I mean, how and cool then, is that? Yeah, well, you drop the and needle and you hear that. That's awesome. Yeah, and right. and, and this started kind of chime in, but I guess if I'm already talking, I might as well yeah, go. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, this is has always been one of my like top five queen songs it's it's a go-to song that i if i'm ever picking up the guitar to test out a guitar if i like it i usually play this you know just because it kind of really plays those big mm-hmm. you know a g c d chords and it's, it's a good way to test the guitar so yeah i love it i think brian's tone is awesome on this um but actually commenting on the intro again i'm, I'm gonna go back to this band here but metallica again i hear this and immediately with those kind of harmonizing guitars i thought of the intro to blackened and i'm like i wonder yeah. if metallic is re- really kind of taken a lot from this band i mean this is maybe right. like the third time that i've mentioned sort of an influence that i've heard so yeah mark i agree i mean this is i don't know if i feel as strongly as bright and rock as you do i mean it's a good song but uh, i'm going to say this is the second best opener uh i think that queen has done so far uh, rivaling uh, Keep Yourself Alive, but yeah, yeah awesome song. You know, it's interesting, yeah, Mark, you were talking uh, talking about as far as the, uh, that like the, the album intro um, almost could have been a separate piece. Um, and it kind of reminded me years later, because I know um, Rob Halford uh, was a big Queen fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, when you think of like the Hellion and Electric Eye. Sure. But it was mm-hmm. interesting because, yeah, those were separated. But I mean, I think the Hellion's a lot cooler. I mean, even for being, yeah, again, I think it's around this, around a minute. Uh, but here it, it doesn't transition 
as well. It is kind of a weird little. It sounds like something off again off of uh, Queen Two, like the very progressive kind of uh, oddball thing. Uh, but again, they could have just started the main riff, which which they did for radio. I would have loved to have heard that conversation. Okay, like no, we're not doing that on the radio. <laughs> we're, 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 we're just gonna rock it out. We're, we're just gonna go right into the meat of oh, the. Man, uh, it's such a great lead in too. I mean, I don't know if the debate, uh, the opening thirty seconds of our yeah. show, but uh, I mean that's just a, a killer way to start anything. Sure, you know oh, any know. kind of lead. Uh, a and couple you know, other interesting notes too on this. Did anybody get some uh, interesting? Uh, punk vibes from this maybe uh, lyrically or there might be some kind I, was, of, like, I, I know I, it's blues but i could just hear a punk cover of I, this song i don't know sure. i i did find the lyrics a little like dark oh, oh, I, yeah. and again it's weird like when you uh when you read up as far as because i think brian this is a brian song right yeah i think he wrote uh i think he might have written i think this was com- uh fully composed by him but if you read it it yeah, sounds it like is. i mean maybe i don't know if you guys interpreted it that way where you got a guy who's taking this, uh, this this family's daughter out for uh, for prom or whatever, and uh, he's going to get his way regardless of what they say. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you've got, uh, uh, yeah, Mama says you don't, and your daddy says you won't, and I'm balling up inside. No way I'm going to lose out this time. It's like, yeah, it's okay, that's a little, yeah. And then it okay. goes, into, goes into the court. Yeah, tie your mother down. Tell you, lock your daddy outside doors. Don't need him nosing around. Like, what, is he trying to force his way into the... <laughs> So, interesting story, I guess, on that. Um, I was reviewing, re-reviewing this album today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's a beautiful uh, 82-degree day in in April here in Chicago. And uh, I had the top down, and I was taking James uh, to the park, and I was cranking this song, (laughs) and the park was really crowded. And it just hit me kind of how weird these lyrics are. Yeah. Just like when you're playing that, just like, it's just... It's funny. uh, Yeah, like, to me, it's just Queen. I don't know. It's just another Queen song but uh it's because it's i mean i guess it's a well-known queen and i never song, I, I mean but it's not I, I that well-known to be like what are you listening to just, right just kinda, I, kinda, it's funny i've always loved this song but this is the first time i really dealt dug into the the lyrics and i'm like yeah this is kind of uh i mean i know they did later later with which we'll get into with fat bottom girls but i don't know we have these weird kind of female-esque kind of <laughs> centric yeah like what is the and they're always very kind of cryptic too it's like okay what could that be about why well, would fat you be ready? Girls seem to be a little bit more tongue in cheek than this. Yeah, is maybe yeah. Here it just I'm like, man, I'm like this, playbook, this, you know? It's like, man, this is. I don't know. It just comes off really, you know, probably like, okay, like the bad boy's coming over. He's gonna, like, I'm taking your daughter, and you're not gonna be able to. <laughs> like, I, I, I gotta, I gotta say, just because we're talking about lyrics, and yeah. I haven't really commented a whole lot about lyrics in the first five albums. We're in, we're in, we're in album five right now, right? Am I getting that right? Yeah. yeah good. We don't need concept discussion anymore. Well, well, I just find that interesting. I find that interesting with the bands that we've covered, right? So Van Halen. We I mean, we didn't really totally, I mean, at least for me, I didn't really comment on the lyrics a whole lot. I know Mark kind of dissected some of the stuff here and there on the Dave uh, era stuff, which was cool. And then there was and Amsterdam then, and Spain and, and, and some yeah, well, some stuff. Sure, sure. <laughs> And then you get into Metallica, and I think maybe some of the early stuff we kind of commented on the lyrics. And then Pink Floyd, it's like there were some albums where we kind of really only had to look at the lyrics, because that's all that was really going for it. <laughs> and then you come back to a band like Queen, and it's like, all right, as great as Freddie is, like there's enough going on musically where I'm not really paying attention to the lyrics again. And it's just kind of funny how 
these it's different funny. bands yeah. do that, that like where where they put the focus on or the energy it's funny that was the exact opposite with me just because again like i said my opening statement yeah that uh as far as the music didn't resonate as much so i tried to and there was actually yeah. some neat stuff in here it's like okay, yeah, well, final I, I never, cut moment right yeah <laughs> it's like wow this is kind of odd i never I'm thought i mean i've, I've heard that. this song a million times and i never realized how kind of uncomfortable it is <laughs> i will say though yeah um i know freddie's always been a good singer obviously throughout the albums but i was quite impressed on the on this song there's something oh, yeah. about belting it there's yeah there's yeah. something about it feels like there's like a next level that he hit on some of these songs mm-hmm. where it's just like oh we're if, you, if he's gonna sing those lyrics he's gonna go all in on them and be mr cool you know leather jacket you can almost see it so, you know, there, there's a cool version of this, too, that I heard on Spotify. It's the 1991 remix, which, remix, yeah. yeah, it sounds just like, I mean, it, it's crazy how much this song sounds like it would totally fit in 1991 with the remix. Like, it just, the sounds and, and everything. I could play a little excerpt of it. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it sounds a little dated for 1991, but it, it yeah, sounds a little like bit more reverb. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it just sounds, it sounds like poison, really. I mean, it has a lot of that, yeah. that, uh, you know, uh, anything off. Look what the cat dragged in. Maybe, maybe actually, uh-huh. uh, um, not flesh and blood, uh, the one in between that. Open up and say, open ah. up and say, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it definitely sure. would sit right in there. So, not Queen's most intelligent song if we're comparing it to poison, <laughs> but hey, it was 1976. Uh, they were sure. the ones blazing the path, not following. So, all right, well, we're going to move on to track two, You Take My Breath Away. All my life, for just one kiss, I would surely die if you dismiss me from your love. You take my breath away. So please don't go Don't leave me here all by myself I get ever so lonely From time to time I will find you Anywhere you go my breath away yeah so this song uh i marked down as my stocks on the rise song uh i don't i think i may have heard this before uh, like i said i haven't really gone and listened to full queen albums uh, i'll be honest i'm kind of an intro uh you know 97.9 the loop kind of yeah. rock rock radio hit guy yeah. and i am just <laughs> sort of ashamed to say that but with queen i kind of am uh, outside of maybe a few deep cuts, but this one I love. I think it's absolutely a beautiful song. I think Freddie really sells it. And this is one, uh, Kev, I'll, I'll agree with you, where I think his voice just went to another level on this album. And just, you know, thinking before there's any vocal editing or melodyne or pitch correction or anything like that, just the way how smooth and how he can just weave his vocals through all this and just... 
you know, I said there's a lot of warm blankets here with the vocal melodies, and I think it's a really good journey because I feel like he goes to minor on, on some of this, and then he goes back to major, and it just stays engaging the whole song, and I, I just thought it was incredible, and I don't, maybe this is kind of like, uh, you know, this al- this album's version of a, of a Nevermore or a Dear Friends, where it's kind of just like a Freddie solo kind of piano love ballad, but not one of the biggest hits. I think this is the best example of it so far. I, I just... Mm-hmm thought it was incredible so big 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 yeah. uh, fan of discovering this one here yeah i'm gonna agree but i, I am also gonna take a page out of mark's playbook um a little too early for the piano so oh, a, little, the, uh, a little a little it could fr- be any yeah. earlier yeah, <laughs> from, uh, from 5150 a little, a little early, too yeah. early to, for love but yeah, I will agree with you because that's the my, my first note is a little too early for the piano song and then i kind of got into the song I'm like, oh man, that piano theme that you hear at 239 and again at 330, that minor piano theme is great. And and I can't say I did a deep dive into the lyrics, but something about them uh, from a casual listen uh, reminded me of like, it was a bit darker than the uh, title would indicate. It almost seemed like death or suicide. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he is waiting to... You, you know, know what, meet meet this person on you, the you, other side. You know what this? So I, I, but that's like from my surface level. You know where this? It's funny again digging into the lyrics on a lot of these songs. You know what this reminded me of? Like a precursor to uh, every breath you take. If you read the lyrics, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there as far as being obsessed with somebody and not wanting them to. I mean, I, I think maybe Sting took it a little farther, but I, if right. you if you read it, it's like I would surely die if you dismiss me from your love. You take my breath away. Yeah, so please don't go. Don't leave me here all by myself. Yeah, uh, I will find you anywhere you go. I'll be right behind you. That's like uh, right up to the ends of the earth. It's like, yikes, okay. Like stalker alert here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Queen's going to get close to you. Right. Yeah. That was a cover, actually. Yeah. But, and, um, uh, yeah. and also this is, I don't know, this is a little too long, too, for a piano ballad. It's over five minutes ridiculous and i find i find myself after probably about two three minutes where i was just like okay where's i need a pillow just to lay my head down yeah this song is a bore this song i I could not i cannot deal with the song especially in the two spot yeah Yeah, if if this song was swapped with good old-fashioned lover boy i feel like i would appreciate it much better i mean i'm listening to these top down i'm not selecting i'm not randomizing my playlist i'm listening to it like they would have in 1976 and um yeah, I, I'm a second song. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm being put to sleep already at five and a half I, minutes. Come on. I agree, but we'll get to it later. I, I probably just would have removed good old fish and love. <laughs> I, I don't swap like it. when the rest of the band doesn't really participate. I know there's a little Brian yeah. May and I know they're probably all singing, but yeah, I don't but like we've had that a lot on Mac. We've had that a lot on Queen songs. No, that's we've no, had no, that no. a lot on the past. No, four no, albums. but no, not really, because whenever they get you know very obviously Freddie and Vaudevillian, you know, even yeah. as, as goofy as Jesus yeah. was, or you know, some of those songs. I'm blinking on some of the ones on Sheer Heart Attack. Um, oh, the one at the train station. Uh, what was that one? Um, what was the, the track with that? Just any yes. of those, like yeah. the whole band was participating. Like even if they didn't write it or if they weren't like, now, you know, it wasn't their concept. They were still right. all bringing interesting ideas to the right. table. And now it's just well, like well, Freddie and his piano. I, I just, right. again, yeah. it's just, and it's too early <laughs> yeah, I mean, for that. And, and, I just, right. I mean, you could say, I think after Bohemian Rhapsody, I think yeah, Freddie really kind of came out front and that's, he was the one who started kind of yeah, dominating the, maybe if you want to say the direction, not that they weren't still all involved in some, but he became such the focal point that, 
I think here in particular, I think there's just too much. And this is probably the biggest example, I mean, as far as a band being at their peak, where there's just no flow to what, what they do. You know, Speaking I mean, that's, of I think that, at this point, you, yeah, there's yeah. no flow to Queen records here, but here it's oh, overly strong where there's no, there's nothing where you're like kind of on a journey here. It's like, okay, we got tie your mother down and then all of a sudden, all right, okay, here's the piano. You get dropped well, here, down. Here. <laughs> here's a question. I wonder if having Roy Thomas Baker would have helped that. Do you think maybe, maybe. having a producer would have helped the, uh, maybe, yes. the sequencing maybe a little more possibly? Yeah, I don't Probably, know. Probably. I know, but there's still somebody that. at the label that can say, well, no, they, I mean, they brought not... in, supposedly they did bring, he wasn't a producer, but it, Freddie brought in uh, somebody, I can't remember their name, but uh, uh, is I don't know if it was a mixer or whatever, but it seems like that guy they brought in really was Team Freddie, and I kind of understand now why there's so much of that on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, he brought in somebody who was going to yeah, kiss his butt, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, Kevin, well, can you I play the like end this? Yeah, can you play the I end, just too. flow it into Long Away? Just, uh, yeah, the end is a little... Yeah. bump in that transition um yeah. as i guess we would say maybe maybe it should have been a closer track that would have been pretty interesting yeah maybe yeah. too strong with the sid barrett era floyd vibes though or ptsd as some might think on, on that one but it's very much so they you know it's not 1968 anymore that isn't really interesting anymore it's just like wow that's that's cool it's 76 just rock will you <laughs> yeah i know i'm starting to miss the uh and that was the thing that always frustrated frustrated me with the band is that man I, when they rocked i mean nobody would rock as awesome and unique as they did but they really yeah, but got they never away from rocked that. that much though no they but never, i mean when they did I mean, it was they still, would always give you like two three songs an album but it was good I, but that was the point i wish they would have done that more yeah i mean yeah yeah, yeah they because i mean they had the opportunity on queen two and they really and that was a very kind of jumbled record that really didn't hit as hard as it should and other people will love it but again it was a missed opportunity for me and then okay sure heart attack all right Okay, where you can see, man, they've really okay. They understand it. They understand what the the heaviness, but it's like, no, okay, we're only gonna again, like Kevin said, okay, three, four songs, maybe at the most, and then pretty much at after that, they almost completely abandoned it for maybe one or two moments, and it's like, man, why? Uh, I mean, I know they have their own sound, but man, they really kind of. I mean, it was cool. I mean, when they, yeah, they brought a real unique kind of cool vibe to what they're to their heavy even songs. Even a night at even a night at the opera, though, you could what death on two legs. Yeah, it's kind of a rocker. Um... I'm in love with my car for sure. Sweet lady, which wasn't yeah. that great in my opinion. No, the that prophet was, song, which is half and half, and that one section yeah. of Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, it's, it's 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 funny. I mean, we talked about like uh, like Stone Cold Crazy. Like, man, where did that man? Why can't they? It's but when they never Queen went back there. rocks. They have such yeah. a unique flavor to their yeah, yeah. their their. There's way rock. to it. Yeah, there yeah. yeah, there's there's a very you mature way to it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe and, maybe and it's they good never, that they didn't give us more of it because then we get sick of it. But even still, there's just something unique about the way. Sure. They I think rock. they I, I think they could have brought a little bit, but they didn't. They kind of after at this point, it's kind of their that's in the past. You know, they're going into full. Oh, when piano I hate mode. to say it, but <laughs> when your hits or, or house or music hall, when your music, hits yeah. are not the rockers, that's what you're going to end up with. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're right. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to move on to long away. Seems like you're 
I hear I'm going to throw my Brian May uh, support. Yeah, this is a very cool. But it's funny. I just thought of this now after playing after you played that clip. This really has a big ELO vibe to it, like a Jeff Lynne mm-hmm. kind of electric mm-hmm. light orchestra. Like the harmonies are very almost 60s Beatlesque. Uh, and the production is very unique on here. I don't know what it, it's, it doesn't sound like 76. It has it has like a very 90s yeah. kind of yes, alternative pop. Yes, I would feel just say it. like it just has like a, a Bon Jovi in the 90s feel. Yeah, I but I I really enjoyed it here. This was definitely my warm blanket moment on the record. Uh, kind of the yeah, the deep cut that actually resonated. Uh, and it wasn't a Freddie song. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Brian came through for me this time. But uh, uh, but I and I do I love the. Uh, kind of the theme to a lonely soul kind of trying to find the light in the world yeah like there's it's a very kind of uh something we can all relate to yeah yeah and I, yeah this yeah there's a bon jovi song um it was like it's a 19 1993 i can't remember the name of it but i just remember seeing it on beavis and butthead and uh, <laughs> beavis actually liked the song um, oh really <laughs> yeah which is you know they hate that kind of stuff but anyway right, yeah. like it just had a very like um you know 80 or Right, 80s band in the 90s trying to go pop rock uh, versus yeah. alt rock feel to me and the, the production is very clear um, mm-hmm. I, I like this one a lot too I think uh, Chris really just said everything I, I, I wanted to say so I don't even really need to say anything more yeah uh, this, this is actually one of my stocks on the rise songs mm-hmm. um, from this album it, I love the sound of the 12 string here oh, yeah Beautiful. it's mm-hmm. so obvious and it's like you don't you haven't heard it before with them too much and right. and you don't hear it the rest of the album and it's just the electric 12 string it, too. it doesn't sound dated here for some reason though it sounds like he finally found like his voice on the 12 string yeah I don't know it just kind of yeah. fits the where I, like on the uh, like on 39 or whatever, he was trying to go for the folky, and it was like, okay, that's just too. I, I, I can't hear Queen anywhere in there, but here it's like, okay, it seems yeah, like they've kind of firmly, yeah, kind of cemented that whatever he was trying to go for with that sound. Right, yeah, and I like succeeds. how it's yeah. not, it's not like the the campfire song. Right, it's not the super folk. You know, they've done yeah. that before, so they don't yeah. need to do it again. But here's yeah. just like a solid. Yeah. pop rock tune it is it's, like, and it's, it's serve it up driving. here it is it's, it's a warm blanket it's, it's they just the hotel you know yeah. has just passed the over the warm towels to you. <laughs> well one thing I, i'm surprised i haven't heard anybody say yet especially from mark i thought mark would have said it because he's mentioned this band before but boston this is a boston song for yeah, me yeah that too yeah like i could totally hear brad delp singing this especially with those harmonies even with the bass playing some of the leady kind of not walking bass, but some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I had heard this song before, I think on the radio, and I just, maybe I didn't know the title of it, so I didn't know what album it was. So when I came across this just through listening to it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's that song. I've, I've always loved this song. And again, like, Brian is like five for five for me on his solo <laughs> songs. Like, I've loved every one, and I know mm-hmm. not everybody here does, but this is my favorite one that he's done so far, and... Uh, yeah, the 12 string is great. And uh, at first, when, when Mark was mentioning the whole 90s thing, I'm like, huh, I'm not quite sure I hear that. But then when I heard that, do, 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 boom, boom, I thought of one of my favorite British bands from, well, I guess it would have been like 88, 89. But let me put this in the chat. I know I've mentioned this band before, but listen to this intro and hearing, maybe there was some influence here because it sounds very similar. Oh, yes. 
I mean, it's really just that beginning part, but that's uh, this is the one by the Stone Roses, as Chris was mentioning. But yeah, that's my favorite Roses song. And yeah, I don't know if there was any kind of influence there, but I just kind of heard, I mean, just that very clean. I don't know if that's in D or what, that sort of kind of arpeggiated riff and those big hits. It's like, man, that's the same kind of thing in this uh, Queen song. So I just found that hmm. interesting. But yeah, I mean, sure. great, great Brian tune. Five for yeah. five. All right. Well, if, if you wanted another Brian tune, you're going to get a dose of Freddy with <laughs> the Millionaire Waltz. similar thoughts to no, me I know. Here. you know what you know what kevin you, you you played the only good part yeah and there, it's it over. there it is there it is yeah i don't you need to talk now you know what but you know what bugs me about that that transition right there where it goes into that little drum i mean that's off of bohemian rhapsody i mean that, yeah. that's almost like that's the immediate the first thing that jumped out at me but again it didn't uh, have that it doesn't have that icon yeah where it goes into like that little dun, dun, with the piano yeah i was like that's kind of like at least bohemian what? rhapsody is not waltzing around. Chris's oh, right. pet peeve. As much as I band, dislike that song. There we go. Yeah, there, there we, can, we can add that as another uh, category. Chris's pet peeve. And that was a Chris's big one. Chris's pet peeve of when a band tries to make the same song twice. Yeah, and, <laughs> and fails. I know they love yeah. this song. I, mean, I was reading, I guess, yeah, this is, I guess, one of Brian May's personal kind of favorites, I guess, because he was trying to make it out that it was complex. Like, yeah, well, good mean, I'm like, No, it's, it didn't. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. I mean, yeah, it has, it's multi-layered, uh, but it doesn't have the same... Oh, this is the this is okay. I was trying to. This is the song where I hit the note. Yeah, I feel like the uh, Queen's style is outgrowing my taste. Yeah, and this was kind of that moment where I'm like, okay, combined with the unoriginality as far as again trying to make the same song twice, I feel this was a missed opportunity because there's a lot of stuff going here and it doesn't say anything. And again, we're continuing. Yeah, the uh, kind of generic love song topic. Yeah, another song about longing for somebody, whatever, whoever that may be. Yeah, nothing specific. Again, perfect for the uh, for the charts. Yeah, again, it's not non-threatening. Yeah, not uh, not overly. Uh, I'd rather yeah. have them do that than swords and sandals, though. And, I don't know. And I, big bad Bill three times. So I, I don't know. I'm just. I was just. The ending. Yeah. How much? Thirty uh, seconds. Last last ten seconds. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Keep <laughs> it to a minimum. <laughs> And then you know what I hear right there? I just hear like a classical audience just applause. Yeah. You know, like right. uh, maybe you could add that sound effect in. There, there's a, a radio station in Chicago. I don't know if they're still around. I think 98.1, the classical station. It's always that pause 
after the oh, end, yeah. you know, the fourth movement, and then you hear the applause. That's exactly yeah. what I hear there, and it just doesn't work for Queen. It's just so I, I love that you know you shouldn't walk into Queen expecting something that's not goofy, but uh, that's way too much. It, it just as I said, dancing over the line and, and sticking your tongue out at it gets sticking. They're sticking your tongues out at you as they're doing that. It's funny. The opening verse is probably one of the schmaltziest lines that Freddie ever wrote. I love the what is it? Uh, bring out the charge of the love brigade. I don't know. That's <laughs> I don't know why they made, even for Freddie because I know he loves to write in this style. But that just I don't know. That just kind of made me roll my eyes a little bit. I mean, it fits the song, but I just yeah, that was where I kind of. Yeah, just as first personal ch- taste, I just kind of I checked out on that a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the shower. The two yeah. positives I had were the rocking part and yes, John, yes. Deacon, <laughs> John Deacon's bass playing. Wow, Kev, I said the same thing. Yeah, actually, I said so, like I, this was more of a. I didn't hate it. I said it was that, a str- yeah yeah. I said it was so a the- strong song, uh, and I dug John's bass playing, and I and I really actually liked his use of bass harmonics throughout the song i thought that was kind of cool and like yeah it's funny that you played that part where like when i was listening to this song i'm like all right where's this song going starting to die down a little bit for me and then all of a sudden it rocks out i'm like okay i'm, I'm back what's, like my eyes opened up <laughs> it woke me out of a yeah. slumber there oh yeah yeah so Still, though, i mean it, it kind of saved it but i mean I, I i don't know if i hate this song but uh let's just say after song three it, it died down a little bit yeah, the the problem with the, even the problem with that rocking part, it still is reminiscent of the song, the, the multi layered song that came before it. It just has that kind of dun, dun dun dun. I don't know. It just had that kind of yeah. where, I'm like, it doesn't. It does. It's not saying anything new. I mean, it's just kind of. It's trying to sell you, yeah, a di- yeah, like a different kind of food, but it's just. I don't know. It's got a different type of cheese it's, on it, but it's it still, will, no, it's, still it's still, it's still that sandwich though. It's just a different. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it but was, it has the benefit of not having been eaten a billion times before. <laughs> you, you're making yourself <laughs> a different kind of sandwich as, as opposed to... It's still a sandwich, but it's not the yeah, PB&J that you had it, for the last 10 years. It yeah. certainly is not, and I feel like this is almost more of a movie comparison. Because, yeah. you know, you had this is the sequel, in essence. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not like Terminator 1 and Terminator 2, where Terminator 2 is arguably better than Terminator 1. It's just right. kind of like... It's more of like a Back to the Future three or something, right? Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's definitely not as good. Even like Van, again, Van you know, Halen's my personal appearance upside, you know, Van, Bohemian Van, Rhapsody, ha- but. Van Halen's got a different kind of truth. Queen's got a different kind of sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not sure I want to eat it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they keep putting weird things in it. It's like Chris and your gross sandwich that you don't want. Right. Keep the fruit out of my... Salads with... Uh, or that, that people give you with... with uh, Fruit in it. Yeah, uh, keep the fruit out of my... Prunes in it, yeah. my salad, yeah. <laughs> prune salad, yeah, there we go. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, this, this song is on its way to being a prune salad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, it's time to go to you and I.
Like, what a Boston moment. Yeah. It, you know what? It also reminds me of uh, Elton John a little bit, being an Elton John fan as I am. Uh, the piano but again, is so ca- prominent. Oh, yeah. And again, but it, they made it kind of sound, and maybe maybe Brian with his lead guitar in there, but they kind of, they kind of make it their own, though. But yeah, that's just such a great rocking uh, a finale. Uh, I love know, that drum fill into I don't, it. I was that the Tom fill that Roger does? Yes. Did I write that down in this? Oh, actually, no, I didn't. I'm thinking of another one, but carry on. I want yeah, I wanted to say, uh, if you could play the intro, Kevin, th- this is the quintessential like opening to like some like comedy, like 80s comedy. I don't know why I just thought it just has that feel like you see the credits rolling in, you see like the studio, like the Paramount or the Universal Studio yeah. kind of. Yeah, please. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, if you could please play the intro, Kevin, quick. Yeah, just the way it's it's like it's 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 tailor made for a, a movie intro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hear it. It's it's the high school. Yeah, they're all the all the kids are pulling up to the high school. Right, you can like Euphonia. Yeah, John yeah. on this album, man. Yeah, I keep getting more and more impressed playing. by John's bass playing. I love. I, it. I almost I almost feel this. You, you said with this is like an intro credits or an end credits, Chris, I'm or like sorry, an like an it. intro credit. Like you can just see like the movie oh, yeah. starting and the song. You, yeah, you can up. see like the Universal coming around. Right, yeah, yeah or the Paramount. Totally all the right. kids yeah. are driving up for the first day at high school. Right, it's the it's Fast just, Times at Ridgemont High with uh, uh, Judge Reingold pulling right. up. <laughs> Judge, yeah. Yeah, I, this, this is, is this song is uh, sunshine and brightness. That's what this song <laughs> is. Like it's like a little girl's backpack or something. It's oh, just I know. Like, Pack, like, packaged you know, up in like three and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah like I, and, and, and stars and rainbows. That's what this is. And I love every minute um, of it. I don't know if I yeah. if it quite yeah. uh, reaches the point of um, Dr. Williams crack cocaine lasagna, but there's a lot of a lot of good stuff Stuffing in here. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's, 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 it's kind it's, of like that. Just pouring out of your speaker uh oh yeah it's, it's, it, put, it, put, yeah it puts a big it's a yeah it's a bright it puts a big smile on your face song i mean it's not <laughs> trying to be anything else other than what it is but i like how somebody's, here it, somebody's it pumping drugs out the speaker <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's <laughs> happiness <laughs> yeah you i and my uh, cocaine uh, lasagna here we go yeah. <laughs> oh god uh, anybody else yeah. have i think to add i think that's pretty much it solid song brings yeah. you up and now we're all happy and we're gonna move on yeah. to the one song i knew off this album for sure going into it i don't know if it's the biggest hit off this album or not we can get into that but um that would be somebody to love Man. Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. 
I, I like Chris that you brought up on the last uh, track where that fit in with the movie. I had that. This is totally that middle of the movie uh, song where there hasn't oh. been a musical number in a, in while. a while. Yeah, and, and we have that moment where all of a sudden, um, you know, they, they the, the the action stops and maybe it just you know we just isolate to uh, you know a character uh, or two or whatever you know the the couple, I guess, and then you know. Kevin, cue up the, the intro to this song. Intro, just, just just play sure it from thing. the top. It's just, you know, it, you know, the camera starts panning out. You know, you see the whole crowd. And cue montage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, she's getting ready for her wedding or whatever. Does that ruin it, though? Does that, does that no, make it no, a little I love cheesy? It. I think it's great. <laughs> you know what they do? Now yeah. we say that. This, one, this song, this... like, toes the line for me. Okay, I, I I love this song, okay? To me, it's a precursor to We Are the Champions. The song is huge. It's still catchy as hell. But I was trying to think, like, is there... Because I feel like I haven't reached that point yet where I've hit the single where it's been like a bohemian rhapsody where it's like, do I need to hear it again? And I don't know. There, there's a little bit of cheese factor in here. Just a little yeah, bit right. in this one, but I don't know if I could go that far, but I will say maybe this one a little bit more over the other ones. And, and the montage yeah. thing, I don't, I just, that ruins it for a little you bit a little of a bit, cheery yeah. kind of theater kid. Like, Get out of here. Like, like, like that kid that you knew in high school, and then once you graduated, you're like, I don't need to see him again. And then you go to the high school reunion, and, and you're like, is. hey, yeah, and he wants to talk to you, and you're like, all right. Uh, I got to have the bathroom. reincarnated as a song. Yeah. It's yeah. just like that theater kid, and he's just like a, just a little too happy, and I'm just like, freaking take it easier, right? High school wasn't that great. Yeah, the, right. thing I, yeah, the thing I like about this so, uh, song is that it's, again, they only do it every so often, but where they make that Queen sound work for yeah. them. I mean, where it sounds like it's original, but it's still, yeah, but it's still them uh, without sounding too, again, too much piano to whatever here. Uh, I know it's been shoved down our throats probably, God knows how many times on the radio, but I feel this is one of the stronger hit singles at this point. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I wish, I wish yeah. that they had actually gone even more all in with the gospel deal and just mm. hit, hi, hired a gospel choir instead of doing it themselves. So, you know, that's just go all in on it, queen. And yeah, it's funny as far as that gospel-y kind of sounding, uh, yeah, one forty. I really think they kind of really captured it there. Maybe a little Motown also, but yeah, that really yeah. kind of sixties, uh, kind of every day. Uh, yeah, that's just yeah, so unique. Don't get me wrong. I know I was hate, I was hating on the vibe of the song, but no, it is it is truly a fantastic song. Yeah, it, it's one that I don't think I had listened to like a whole bunch, but when you when you hear it and when it comes on, it's like man, yeah, this is pretty. This is up there. This one, and that's the thing too. It's like I hate to be just like a singles lover because out of the last three bands, oh maybe out of Pink Floyd, I really try not to be that guy and just go for the singles, but this one. I think it's just because the singles are so strong. And then I don't know if they like purposely don't make the, uh, and there's another song in here where I'll kind of get into that a little bit more, but if they like purposely try to not make the deep cuts as good to really separate it, to make it have the single stand out more. And like, that's what you're going for. I don't know, but 
maybe there's a reason why they are a singles band because they are just like just an upper echelon a different tier and it's like man that's where they put all the juice so well this yeah, is but- the song that the album needed to have sure mm-hmm. because to this point they really had nothing that transcended i mean okay so you Hi. and i was a nice deep cut but it's your mother down was about yeah. anywhere yeah that's probably <laughs> like it yeah. really isn't um they needed something that would be the single follow-up to bohemian rhapsody to say that you know hey yeah, queen right. can 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 continue so yeah agreed but, but my my only argument against queen being a singles band is that if you only dive into them on that level you're missing the stuff you're missing tie your mother down i mean sure yes there's a you know, that's you hear it, they too, they play it. Yeah, but I had never heard of it before. I this I put really? this album on. Whoa, I never heard of it. Really? I always hear always hear somebody to love on the radio constantly. But oh, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, it I'm definitely not, this is wild. the bigger single for sure. This it's, is it, you know, it is. yeah. But yep. what are you going to hear? Brighton Rock. No. Are you going to hear no. Father to Son? Yeah, that's you know? the problem. So, 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 if you only like, oh yeah, I love Bohemian Rhapsody and somebody to love, you're not, you're missing out on that right. other stuff. That's pretty much ninety percent of what Queen actually yeah, it's, is. It's or if you sweet. hate Bohemian Rhapsody, you might like uh, you and I, but you're yes. not going to give them a chance. Because right. right, exactly. So yeah, I, that's. I, I, that's the I, hard part. I'm, it's funny. I don't think there's a band. Maybe you could think of some others where the hit singles transcend the rest of the material so much. I mean, when you think of like Rush, I mean, I mean, all of us can say. I mean, we can dig deep. Even sure. even ca- some casual fans can dig into some of the later stuff. Same with Priest, Maiden, a lot of these. Uh, uh, but yeah, th- but yeah, yeah. With Queen, it was really much kind of at a certain point where yeah, it was hard even for the general public to even appreciate the deeper stuff on these records. If there were Queen's yeah, right, yeah. maybe. I mean, their hit single is Silent Lucidity, which is really not representative of Queen's work right. at all. Anything of the band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that record's pretty top to bottom, though, for the most part. I mean, yeah, the, or the uh, uh, Empire. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, where Queen, you had never really, I hate to say, never really did that. Maybe Sure Heart Attack maybe came close. But yeah, as far as like a Bonafide, like a, like a Back in Black or a Zeppelin IV or whatever, yeah, they never really... And maybe we can do, talk about that when we get to the end of the discography. But that was uh, always something that I kind of noticed with the, yeah, that they really had a hard time pushing everything to the front. Yeah, like a lot of other bands did. Yeah, where it was all there was always yeah. one massive single, especially yeah. on the next record, which we'll get into, where you've got like these just iconic like stadium, yeah, that have become kind of the foundation. Yeah, but it's funny, mm-hmm. like you could almost say like the hit singles almost became bigger. Yeah, than like the entire body of work themselves. You have like six or seven songs, which are just. I mean, a lot a band a lot of, in which yeah. the greatest hits album is their best selling album. Yeah, it is. I think. Yeah, I think yeah, the one they, they, they you, know one, band, yeah. you know, another band that does that for me. And, and I love this band, but the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. bands where I was like trying to go back and like listen to full albums. And it's people hard. say Hotel California is the album all the way through. It, but if you really look at it, there's only like three or four singles yeah. on it. And there's some filler. I don't know. I, I, I love yeah, I love Hotel. Yeah, that's one album I can listen top to bottom. But uh, but even Queen never had anything that was that strong. I mean, yeah, and it's hard. I mean, I, you, I, mean, I give credit. I mean, man, if, when you put out an album where every song, like you have 10 songs and they're all classics. I mean, that's difficult. Okay, for, the, for a band yeah. the stature of Queen, though, you would expect that at some point. And it doesn't sound like, from your opinion, Chris, we're going to be getting that, even though we haven't yeah, gotten it. Yeah, you're letting us down but, here yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but, but yeah. Well, we'll see. Like I said, I haven't dug into the... Uh, uh, I'm just at this point, as far as my history with the band, I never... Um, even in the 80s albums, I mean, yeah, there were always at least one 
But, well, that, yeah. it's a fair point because if you think about yeah. the discographies that we've done so far, Van yeah. Halen, uh, I mean, Van Halen 1 is really your, your top to bottom. Yeah. I mean, or even 1984, Four. depending on if you like that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Metallica, I mean, definitely Master of Puppets or Justice are, yeah. are your top to bottom. Like, exactly. if you don't like this, you're not going to care for the band. You know what's right. like a good Floyd definitely a, had, you know. If you're not buying what they're those, selling, like, yeah, that's kind yeah. of a, yeah. A, a good yeah. way to maybe put it into terms, I don't, I'd have to like really. It's, a few years since I've really been into basketball, but you just think about a team that like made it through the playoffs, like those Titan teams where like everybody on the team was like super strong. And then you have some of those teams where it was really just like one guy, but he was like the best player in the league. Right. Yeah. He like single handedly (laughs) brought the team to the playoffs, but everybody else was just like, you know, like a LeBron James, just like, we'll get there if you just feed him the ball and everybody else just kind of play their part. Where then you get somebody like the Heat when when they had LeBron James, uh, uh, Chris Bosh, and uh, Dwayne Wade. It's just like he had like I don't know. He, it, does that kind of make sense? A, what I'm trying it was, to say? It wasn't a, yeah, it wasn't a full thing. Has yeah. the team like an all? Yeah, well, I'm like track. He's talking about in terms of the songs, like track yeah. listing. Yeah, you're not right. filling. You're not. You're not filling out the full. I mean, for a band with right. such an enormous legacy like they do. I mean, yeah, internationally. I mean, they're bigger than a lot of bands that have a lot more solid albums, but. Uh, for whatever but, but, reason, yeah. What I'm gathering from this discussion is that I should just not play the rest of the songs and let's just stick to the singles. No, but I feel I like that doesn't. That, that does man. a dis- oh, disservice. Yeah. yeah, I'm already. I'm already going to figure out the too. button. Right, oh, let's do it. Oh, 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 oh boy! Oh boy! He's not a fan of the white man. I'll let you go first, Alex. All I was going to say is this is kind of what I was leading to when I was talking about somebody love where it's like, I don't, I can't tell if they purposely, I don't know if they would purposely do this, but I I don't know, just for maybe a interesting discussion. I wonder if they like purposely try not to make a song as strong. So it helps the other one stand out a little bit more. Cause what this song is to me, it's the sweet lady of a night at the opera where there's some cool riffs, but like ultimately it's just like a die. It just kind of fails. But then you have like another song that's like the rocker that is like a hundred percent great, which is the tire mother down. And then they try to do like maybe a bit of a deep cut kind of rocker and it just doesn't quite deliver. And a night on the opera, I feel like they did that too, where I don't know if it was death on two legs and then sweet lady was like the diet failed version. And then, for this, it's Tire Mother Down and White Man is the failed version. And there's some cool riffs. It gives me a little bit of like Sabbath, maybe Deep purple kind of vibes there a little bit. But just ultimately, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got to I'm going to try to 
you know, I try to be careful here, yeah, as far, because we're dealing with a delicate subject as far as the Native Americans. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I, I, I'm just going to say no. I didn't pay attention to the lyrics. I'm judging yeah, music there alone. Is, here. You I, oh, why, nobody man, come at me. Why, man. I truly that was, didn't. That was, that was the nail. It's, it's, it's funny. I hate when bands like force or do like with very delicate subjects. I mean, there were bands that did it great. I mean, especially some of the 60s bands you had. Maiden in the, the 80s, hills, who was saying yeah. a lot about these like historical epics or whatever, whether it was dealing with oppressed people or whatever. Here, it just felt like, well, why is it not? Are you just trying to appease some kind of, yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know what, it just felt, it, it didn't have the same impact as like a Maiden or even you too, like, like Pride in the Name of Love, where you got like, okay, yeah, all right, you're singing, okay. And you can see they, they firmly have a grasp of the emotional an emotional impact of the material where here it just feels like they were just, I don't know. They, okay. We're a big band now. We're now we're going to start speaking out against whatever or yeah, it's fine. I mean, okay. I mean, it's good if you have an opinion, of course. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something that uh, is, is important to reflect on, but I just, yeah, just the way that it's constructed. I mean, even the, even the music has like this weird kind of uh, like tribal, undertone, tribal you know, undertone. Yeah, thing, it just yeah. sounds almost cheesy where it's almost like it didn't, I don't know. It just kind of, not, not that it offended me, but I mean, it's just, it, I don't it, know. It's, it's very clear that they're uncomfortable with this. Yeah. Yeah, there's something, that, that, like it, I said, it, yeah, it, 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 it did, it, it, yeah, it was some, maybe it was somebody who had a better grasp of this type of material might have done it better. Here it just feels forced and even a little annoying, too. It's just like, okay, you know, yeah, that maybe it deserved a little bit better yeah, as far as this topic, because there are some interesting, like, outside of the white, I, I, uh, yeah, just that chorus drives me nuts. I wish they would have come. I think if they would have chosen something a little bit more like unique or whatever, maybe if they would have used something that was a little more cryptic, I think it would have. Which and I don't know what that is, but yeah, just something not yeah. just. Yeah, it just sounds too blunt and too kind of yeah, uh, like not preachy, but you know on what I mean. On the yeah, nose. Yeah. On I the nose, say. right? Yeah, too literal. I will say that if you don't listen to that, this kind of music that is played in this song by Queen is right up my alley in terms of the yeah. sounds that I like. I mean, mm -hmm. can you not hear Dio crooning over this? Yeah, it's so yeah, rainbow. Yeah. It's so, and I, I love that they took a darker sound to this mm -hmm. that you, I don't know if you ever heard this in Queen again, kind of reminds me of Genesis and the knife where it's, you know, they, they went somewhere where they never really went again, but it's still kind of a fan favorite just because of just for that alone, for that, for its uniqueness. Um, I mean, it, it's a perfect example of my description of Queen as a band that can go from Beach Boys to Black Sabbath in 30 seconds, uh, right. at least from some someone to love to White Man in, in uh, two tracks. You know, what I, I, I don't know. They, they couldn't have put yeah. two tracks that contrast anymore, and yet somehow the band is, you know, is presenting them to you. And whether you like right. it or not, obviously that's a yeah. Um, I just there was just something that just left a bad point for Chris. Yeah, yeah, it left a bad taste in my mouth. I and again, I hate it when yeah. Because again, you have very you know, subject matter that deserves, I think, a little bit more, uh, maybe time and care. And again, there's some interesting stuff in here. I mean, you uh, if you read some of the lyrics, uh, yeah, don't you see the light behind your blackened uh, skies? You took away sight to blind my simple eyes. Like, okay, there's some, yeah, kind of very introspective kind of. Uh, but again, you have that. You have those wedged in between those. It was what I was blasting I that through because I because I, I, I had never heard this song before, and I'm like. Oh man, it just sounds like a bad. Uh, just yeah, it just like okay, we're gonna speak about the oppre or oppression of some other, but we're not gonna do it as well as we should. Yeah, it's well, maybe like a they did a the better face, job yeah. than Britney Fox and Save the Week. Uh, but right, oh, yeah. that much credit. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
it, it, it's funny, Mark, you're talking about the music. I did get, a, as far as, like, heavier rock vibes, I did kind of get a little bit of, like, uh, like Renegade or Blue Collar Man by Styx. A little Ooh, bit, wow, too. Like, yeah. that, that's it, yeah. Yeah that, that, yeah, that immediately jumped into my head, yeah, when I, yeah, when I heard this. I just wish, yeah, yeah it would have, it should have, it should have been more impactful than it was, which is a real shame, because, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, maybe for me at this, least, yeah. Maybe this next song will land a punch. Wait, then, Kevin, I want to hear what impact. you think about the white man. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, I mean, sneaking out the back really, door. Is it really just yeah. that for you? Is it if it if it were if they did something else with that chorus change? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that, that, I, I didn't know if you heard uh, if you got that. Yeah, if, I, I wish they would have chosen something that was a little bit more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like a more unique word choice for the chorus. Something that's a little bit more. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe witty. Uh, yeah. you know, not something just coming out. It almost sounds like a like a public service announcement or whatever, where it's just kind of <laughs> like you, like you bay like okay, it's, it's yeah yeah. It just it just comes off too yeah yeah too forced and cheesy, and which it uh, shouldn't. It doesn't it doesn't hold up well. Like it did it does age not. well, I would say. Yeah, there's that. a lot of other kind of social justice songs I'll listen to that are much better. You know, out of bands and solo artists that have done it better, and no, in here mm-hmm. it just felt like they didn't. Yeah, they just didn't have a. Uh, they didn't know how to present it in the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Now we're moving on. <laughs> Here to comes good the old piano. Fashioned, good old <laughs> fashioned. I can dim the lights and sing you songs full of sad things. We can do the tango just for two. This, this is a very in the two spot. Yeah, this is a very it yeah. Been. This is a very again a very musical cinematic kind of where you can almost see like this almost vaudevillian like music video of the central character. The nice thing uh, is this is the yeah. only real display of this on the album. Yeah, I will say I do. So like, I, I I I think I would still go for lazing on a Sunday afternoon. I don't know because here it doesn't sound as fun with the music. I'd rather go for Seaside Rendezvous. That one too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, here again, it's a very, it's a, it's a neat little story. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have really any, it's, it's, it's a fun song, but it, it's neither here nor there. It's not high on my list, but it's not at the bottom. Yeah. Well, well, I'll I'll show it a little bit of love. I I liked it. I I liked it. I mean, I think just coming out of what was on side (sighs) B here, other than uh, somebody to love, I really spoiling it, but I really had to find some, uh, some other strong ones here in this. I'm just gonna accuse. Sm- I'm just gonna accuse you two of being wuss rock fans for liking this song this, this over my, White Man. This White <laughs> Man sucks. This I one's at least go back catchy. to your firehouse, as Marcus. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, I, I thought I, I thought it was catchy. I liked the beat. I liked how locked in the drums were with the with the just this really tight production on it. I liked, 
And uh, there was some good wah action from Brian yeah. at one point later yeah. on in the song. Uh, uh, but then I did find out there was a guest vocal by the engineer. Oh and then I was thinking, like, okay, it's it's not necessary, but it was short and ineffective. Yeah, you've got three, I, I, yeah, you've got three great why singers. Would, why do you need to bring in another Yeah, I mean, you got Brian, guy, you yeah. got Roger, you got guys who sing really well and that sing backups on other songs. Why why'd you get your engineer to sing Yeah, it's funny for a bit. Yeah, for and a it was band. so short, too, like... His voice isn't even really that unique where you could tell. I mean, you'd have to look it up to find out that it wasn't a guy in the band. Yeah, yeah we're not it, talking about Mutt Lang here, like on the Leopard yeah. Records. No, no, this is, yeah. It's not like a have a cigar moment from Pink Floyd where you actually went and got like somebody, somebody out else of the band, it? but it was really signature. Sure, this is right. just like, why, why'd you do that? So I don't know. It's, I guess it was so short that it was inoffensive, but... uh I like this one. It was it was a no, fun no one. And deep I think dive it, into the no deep dive into the lyrics here either. Uh, like I, I mean I, I mean I said I, 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 I hear a lot of hemming and hawing no. over yeah, there. It's, <laughs> again, it's yeah. It's a guy. It's a it's a young guy kind of getting coming into his own as the great like Val, uh, like the Casanova or whatever. Or I think we have, what was it, B or Valentino, yeah, which is, yeah, Rudolph like Carl Marx, based off yeah. the, another Marx Brothers love, or what, not Carl Marx, the Marx Brothers. Yeah, yeah talk, talk about, talk about <laughs> a, a music hall. Carl, Carl Marx and Marx or Franklin. Uh, what are you doing today? Oh, hey, boy, yeah. Yeah, it's, again, it's... I'm just, it, it, thinking, I'm just thinking of Carl Marx with the big beard, jamming to good old-fashioned lover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the Marx Brothers. Okay, uh, this yeah. is not a song. I, I, I just could, I could just picture the, the the writing session for this, and it's Freddie, which is guys. I got another idea, uh, and it's, I'm gonna plunk around on the piano, and then you guys can come in. Like, and it just I can just picture the band just being like, oh, how oh, unique. Oh. <laughs> we haven't done that before. <laughs> Freddie's got another idea, and it involves the piano, and he's gonna plink around on it, and the whole band is gonna come in and. I would the I formula would have is the, getting tired. The I, I, hard part about it is that how are you going to say no when the last time he just made you a million dollars? It's the shortest song on the album too. Yeah, here it's not. Here it's not really pulling those numbers, unfortunately. Yeah, I would have loved it at well, some no, point where they not. put you, where you where Freddie walks in one day and like on the door into the studio. There's just like okay, like a list of things. Okay, we're not. Yeah, I, I just want Freddie. I want Freddie to the piano. Yeah, the piano. I want Freddie to walk in. I want him to be restrung. Like I want them to walk into Studio A, and there's just a sign on the door, like one of those no smoking signs, but it's a grand piano inside the X. <laughs> <laughs> the piano is off limits. We're gonna put one of those uh, caution tape things around it, like we do oh, for the God. flush. Here, here comes the janitor to put, yeah. up, put the, the, the bag. The piano has been piano. removed. <laughs> oh God! Let's All come right. up with an idea that doesn't involve it for once. Yeah. Well, Roger uh, is always here to. Give us not the piano usually. Yeah, D- does he does he pull his weight here in drows? We'll find out.
a Lego Island feeling I get from this song. <laughs> Not a weird sure song, why. Guys. I wish this you would is, say that. This is song. really, this is the true lazing on a Sunday afternoon feel for me. That soporific stupor of playing too many video games. It's raining out. You can't do anything anyway. Your mouth is kind of sagging half open. Like you want to go refill your bowl of nachos, but it's just too far away. And you just kind of like just got that head swaying because it's like, I just want to take a nap. And the song is called Drowse. It's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It does sound kind of like a slow down, like we're almost in like a weird, like slow down dream state. Like uh, a halftime yeah. thing. I don't know why it I all, feel like this is placed on Top Gear or something. I don't know why. Like it just kind of has that. Yeah. It also has uh, in the beginning of the uh, where it almost has like a weird kind of like early Floyd guitar vibe to it, where it's got like you know when yeah when Dave would be doing his kind of whammy or yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm yeah. sorry, but Brian ruins this song for me. Yeah, it sounds like he found a slide one day in the corner <laughs> of the studio, and he decided, or or maybe he didn't like this song. He decided he was going to be as obnoxious as possible with the slide. <laughs> And just go to town for three minutes and forty-five seconds of. Oh, what you they didn't have a producer to tell him no. You know, it's also yeah. weird, yeah. And, and, and oh, God, I'm yeah, not right. a fan of Raj's singing here. Not yeah, that's at all. It's, the, it's, it's, not it's only weird. Yeah. That not only that for like the first portion of the song, I don't know what it was, but why was his vocals mixed so low like they don't like yeah. finally reach like a reasonable level until i don't know like a quarter of the way through like, yeah. and my initial reaction was that <laughs> that's probably not true but that he wasn't proud of his vocals and he couldn't do it any better so he's like eh, just bury him in the mix until they get better and then you can raise them <laughs> let's bury say, it on the album let's just say uh least favorite roger song so far yeah, it's weird. It's not. I mean, Over, uh, modern times rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, you were, yes, you're, absolutely. <laughs> okay. It's weird. Yeah, you're expecting yeah Roger to bring like the rock, and he kind of brings this weird kind of like almost like sludgy kind of. I don't know. Like, yeah, where's yeah. the rock, Rog? Yeah, I know. I uh, I guess like I guess I mean there is some bo- a little bit of Bowie here, but it's nowhere near as Bowie-esque as the other no, ones. There, yeah, there's. You know, if we're gonna go with '90s comparisons, I kind of hear like Black Hole Sun or something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, sound art and predating. I see. Um, yeah, maybe I don't know if you guys don't try uh, to save this, Mark. Don't try to save it, but you're kind of <laughs> saving it. But don't try. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I don't believe <laughs> me. I'm not when it comes to yeah. I'm not really sure what examples to, to help out this a song. Is, it's like I want to give this props for being unique, but it's just such a weird song. I don't know. I mean, True. I'm never going to listen to it again. But it's it is probably the most like like out of place song on the record it is. oh kevin at, at 158 i don't know if you guys agree but i got massive uh, like peter gabriel of circa like 1975 77 in the vocals the especially with that british accent oh i know it yeah it, sound, sound it sounds like, like it him. sounds like it yeah. sounds like a 25 year old peter yeah and it uh and maybe it would have maybe it would have worked on like peter gabriel one or two which are very weird records uh, but still very cool. Uh, but did, here it did, just doesn't. Yeah, I, I don't know. Did uh, I, I yeah. know this is my lack of Queen knowledge showing any of them ever do. I think Brian made it a solo record. But did Roger? Yes. I think they all he did. He did. Roger did two. I think I meant to look into okay. them the other day, but I think he did at least mm-hmm. two. Well, I guess obviously yeah. they didn't sell well enough for me to even. No. I think I think one was in the eighties, so I was. I just hope. In I just it hope. Out. I just hope we find it, and it's just like the greatest like '80s like 
Miami right. Vice type album. It's just it's, it's like a momentary laugh, but just with Roger, and it's just like, where the hell did this come from? This is incredible. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm going to be checking out tomorrow. Mike and the Mechanics. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Anyway, it's time to close this album out. What is this song? <laughs> Teo <laughs> Toriad or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just, just Teo Toriad. Let let us all cling together. vocal part kind of reminded me of like that uh like phil specter wall of sound it's got that real kind of heavy kind of very reverby i know we i know we want to trash this song i mean there's there's a part of me that wants but i gotta give a may for effort this is a really unusual though with a few warm blanket moments for me uh and again because i kind of read into the song as far as what uh, there's a lot of uh how could you not when you're wondering what's going on in your headphones just yeah (laughs) there's gotta be a reason for this right it's yeah it's i mean the yeah the uh i think the chorus essentially is in japanese which i thought was interesting so hell give them credit for that i mean it kind of a really a very pretty kind of uh, melodic choice with japanese lyrics uh and again they're more like there's a translation i think on wikipedia and it's another kind of like love uh kind of love letter or whatever yeah another yeah two people finding each other or whatever it was but uh, I like, yeah, I like the effort of that. I like the uh, uniqueness. It didn't, it doesn't sound totally as odd as it should. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It just, again, I probably won't go back to it, but I appreciated the musicality uh, of the song. Uh, it actually also kind of reminded me of like that uh, when uh, Phil Collins first stepped into the frontman role in Genesis, like the Wind and Weathering era, kind of, yeah, very kind of, yeah. Fat vocals with like that, with that, that kind of ballady. When they start getting into those more ballad esque kind of songs, uh, yeah. but I, suppose, uh, I don't yeah, know. But Kevin's s- dropping solo album covers in the chat, and I'm wanting to listen to yeah. these albums. Based on <laughs> well, Strange I know what Kevin's Frontier. thoughts are on this yeah, song. I kind of so like that. I, so oh, I'll also, chime in. But I was, oh, ahead, yeah, yeah. No, I was just gonna say, I, in a way, kind of agree with you, Chris. I mean. I don't know if I would really go back to it. To me, yeah. and not that there's anything wrong with this, but just it gave me, it just harkened back to In the Lap of the Gods Revisited, where they're just purposely trying to write like a a, weird. Set, a concert or an album stadium sing-along closer right? Uh, to end out the album. And that, that's fine. That's There's nothing Let's wrong with that. Let's imagine them trying to sing along to this chorus. <laughs> that they play there's a live in japan concert with paul rogers and they played this they played it in the middle of the set which 
to me, that just kind of seems like a closer, but I guess... Uh, yeah, it does. I guess you got it's better where, closers by that point once Paul's... Right, it's, it, it's, it's, so. it's very... Str- yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's the music here that does it for me. I mean, that kind of lifts Agreed. it up. And yeah. it's funny, I don't know if this... Like, I can imagine maybe it was an influence on him, but in, like, the verses, yeah, like, I was getting big, like, George Michael vibes. I could see him yeah. singing. Uh, that would have been interesting. I'm surprised he didn't sing it during the, uh, like, the concert for Freddie. Uh, sure. Because, yeah, that, cause that the, yeah, just that kind of... Yeah, solo kind of not crooner, but like that '90s kind of British solo kind of pop. Yeah. Well, yeah, that 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 just would fit his style so well. Uh, oh, and Kevin, one uh, yeah, before we move on, um, I don't know what this was kind of a warm blanket moment for me. Uh, kind of the choir part at 4:02. Sure, let me cue that up. Interesting. Yeah, like they hired like the it, wall. They I think hired it's the choir for this one, but not for somebody to love. Yeah, I know. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like I, I said again, again, this is my personal opinion. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't. It wasn't as devastating as it should have been because you know, when I saw, I'm like, okay, this is going to be just a way, and it is a way out there, weird kind of pop ballad. But I don't know. Like yeah, the music. It, it is. It's yeah. actually very funny, Chris, because yeah. I pretty much have the exact same reaction where yeah. I went into this song thinking, oh man, give me a break, <laughs> drag <laughs> my drag myself through these six minutes. And I also had one of your moments where you listen to it and the album ends, and then like. You know, you listened at ten in the morning, and then somewhere around two o'clock, you're humming the melody for yeah, the exactly. song, oh, and yeah. you wonder how it got there. there yeah. you're like, oh yeah, that that's that's that song. That I don't is. know. This, this song to me panders harder than White Man does. It's just know. the chorus hits me the same way. No, white I don't know. Man, white uh, man. No. Christ, like they, they were they so were doing nice. the Japanese bonus track ahead of their time. It's yeah, about I, ten I, years I, before oh, everybody's coming the Japanese <laughs> bonus track. <laughs> You know, yeah, feel, yeah. you know what I feel like we're yeah. going to have on this album? Which is going to be funny. i got to go back oh. to our Metallica podcast here. But what was the freaking song on Sane Anger that everybody hated? Was it My World? It was My, my World. world. I bought My World. It, that, that's what's going to happen with White Man. I'm calling it. Oh, <laughs> it's coming. It's going to yeah. be the My World of a Day at the Races, and I'm just ready yeah. for it. Mark's going to be going right to have to continue to listen to find out. <laughs> I was it, for it. Isn't that the one with the window? No, the, that's the, Dirty Window. Oh, yeah. Dirty. Oh, what is My World again? Yeah, oh, I, I do I, not know what the answer is. I yes. my generation. <laughs> Except for two songs on there, I do not remember of, that record. Yeah. Oh, Go back and listen okay. to that one, folks. It's, uh, it's a doozy. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Anyway, Chris. Let's let's take us one step closer to uh, our finale. Who, yeah, who wants the extra buy-in here? I can't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I hope it's man. Mark. <laughs> just so we can have White Man on there. No. <laughs> Chris, on do you list. have uh, a choice to use? You, you have started another four. Let us know if you're going to use your extra. Uh, no, I'm, I think I might save it uh, okay. for the next one. Um, all right. Let's fire this sucker up. Um, all right. Uh, question number one, uh, true or false, uh, Long Away is the only single recorded by the band not to be sung by Freddie. True or false? In the entirety of their whole discography? Uh, I believe so, yes. I, I, I... 
I might bomb out, but I'm going to say false because I'm in love with my car was released as a single. Um, I don't think it was. Wait, it was it was, it was a double beat. A. It was a double A side. So what? It was what, a double A. I, so is that, so does that count? Is that a? Is that technically a? No, because I'm, I'm, I think I got corrected on that. I went into Night at the Opera thinking that I'm in love with my car was a single, and then it wasn't. Oh, maybe I'm remembering that instead. Yeah, because yeah, because again, yeah, according to my research, yeah, you're that, correct. Uh, I yeah. bombed out. Yeah. So okay, okay Kevin's oh, well. gone. Wow, What's that was. So was it true? Uh, it was true, yeah. As far as a okay. single, yeah, not a I song. And, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's why I put. Yeah, I wanted to see if that would make. And the I guess thing that was brain. tricky yeah. though is there's so many albums left. It's like it's hard to commit and say yes when there's. There could be another yeah. song later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, question number two: True or false? Uh, Tie your mother down was another piece written during Brian's college days. True or false? Nobody's quick on the gun tonight. Start getting out the marbles, Chris. I lost the marbles, actually, so I might just have to point to my screen. <laughs> four people, there aren't a lot of space. Any, uh, mini, mini, mo, should I do that? <laughs> I think we might come down right, to I'll, that. I'll, I'll punch in. I don't, okay. have, I don't know my sound, so that's my punch in. Okay, right. Um, okay. It is going to be false. False. Uh, you are incorrect. Actually, it was written during Brian's. Oh, but I was Alex gonna say. Thought, I was gonna say yeah. true, just because it seems like a simple enough rock riff where he would have just like had that early. You know, Mark it just was trying like kind of lyrics that they would have only written had they been on the road. Mark, Mark was trying to do the, the the great grade school, middle school, where you write the T and the F at the same time. And it's it's like you you kind of just just fudge it. Just oh yeah, it was true the whole time. Yeah, no, I, I can't really take a peek out and see what other people are marking on their papers with this one. I got to oh, yeah, kind of just go with it. Well, I guess Alex has got a. I got to get one right. You have to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah, you have to get. Uh, okay. All right. True or false? Uh, on the heels of the previous record, this album topped the charts on both sides of the Atlantic. <laughs> Uh, I believe that's actually true. Um, uh, false, actually. It only reached what? number five in the U.S. Oh. Yeah. oh. It shipped gold. <laughs> but it eventually went platinum. I don't think that would ever be good enough for number yeah. one in 1976. It, it, We're yeah, all back only, in. in Wait, yeah, are we? Oh, is this sudden death now? Yeah, let's do sudden death. Next one right. You gotta skip it with these charting questions. Who knows this? (laughs) Okay, so I guess I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. In the the spirit of the uh, uh, of the game, I guess I'll throw one more in there. Next Um, one. Next one. Next one for the win. Yep. Um. All right. Um. Okay. Uh. This is a multiple choice. Um. The Millionaire's Waltz was about Queen's manager, John Reed, who at the time was managing what other famous artist? Uh, was it A, Elton John, B, David Bowie, or C, Mark Bolin of T-Rex? Mark yes, Mark. In. No idea. I'm just going with Bowie. No, you're wrong. That's too straight. You're t- t- double dead. <laughs> oh, we can't get anything right tonight. There hasn't right. been nobody, one right answer yet. Nobody right, so read the yet. Wikipedia page this week. You know All what right. I did? Yeah. 
And I guess you didn't dig deep enough, so I well, guess we're, I, we're all out. Yeah, that was the last uh, is one. Is that it? Or just yeah. that's it? Yeah, no, nobody gets it. Somebody's got to get it. No, I mean, we, oh. I usually have that if everybody bombs out. Yeah, nobody gets a... Uh, uh, nobody right, gets an extra. Right. If I can't have it, nobody gets it. That's fair, I think. Okay, do you want me to do you want to do one more? Do you want me just to yeah, for if just you, uh, I don't know, maybe you have an interesting one. Anything left that's that's interesting? Uh, let's because see. Because we need help when it comes to learning about Queen. <laughs> we can't even get the 50-50 questions this, right. right. The true okay. falses were bombing out. All right, here we go. Um all right, uh, true or false? Uh uh, John Reed was the band's uh, first choice to replace their old manager in the time between this album and Night at the Opera. True or false? When is it the band's first choice? That's gotta be false. <laughs> okay, so is, are you buzzing in, Mark? No, I'm double dead. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it's... Yeah. <laughs> I respawned and I got killed again. I'm gonna say false there, not his first choice. Yeah, you're right. Ah, uh, Kevin wins. Uh, yeah. Okay. He comes. He gets killed in the beginning, but he comes back. Yeah. Another uh, resurrection uh, for. Uh, I yeah. Yeah. They, they actually. Uh, they actually tried to get uh, Zeppelin's manager Peter Grant, but uh, figured that he was too. Yeah. The Zeppelin would have taken priority. So. All right. I guess we'll give a, a sympathy. Uh, um, ding, ding, ding to uh, Kevin. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll take it. I all don't right. know what I'm gonna do with my okay. stuff, but that's okay. All right. We'll all right, out. Alex. That was fun. All right. Are we ready for the uh, Love It or Flush It? Yes, we are. Hang on. And now, Love It or Flush It. Okay. Tonight's order is going to be Mark, Kevin, Chris, and myself. So let's open it up. Tie your mother down. Mark, what do we give in this one? Love. Uh, it. it uh, even for that useless non-radio intro, it's still a great Queen song. Yeah. All right, Kev. Um... Oh no! Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. You know, I'm gonna just give it a love. Yep. Chris. Uh, yeah, big love for me. Yeah, I uh, can't deny it's one of those first Queen songs I remember hearing. So. All right. Well, I'm actually gonna start this one off strong, and uh, just because it's one of my favorite Queen songs ever, I'm gonna buy it. Nice gonna be it for me so let's bring it on over to track <laughs> two uh take my breath away by berlin off the top gun soundtrack mark what are you giving this one? Oh, boy oh, please uh, i don't like going first on this one it's been a while since i've gone first uh i'm gonna give this one the big t what oh. I was hovering between a Terminate and a Flush. This song is way too long. It's all right. And there it's are no right. moments here that redeem it for me. Some... It's just the piano came out too soon. It is way too early for love. Back off, will you? Something something tells me we're going to get him back later. Uh, Kev, what do you think? I am going to give this the big... L. I'm gonna give it a big love. Yeah. Wow. Big L for Sorry. Loser. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, with Mark's terminate, I'm trying to figure out whether or not I want to go. If I want to save that, you could always <laughs> buy. You could always buy this song. Uh, no, <laughs> no I, I think I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna flush it. I think this time around. Yeah. Nuts. Well, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Five minutes. Five minutes. That is a little long, yeah. but come on. All right, Alex, back me up here. Super strong. Socks on the rise, okay. baby. 
Yeah, yeah there too, we go. That's too long. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> stocks on the rise. Oh, thank you. All right. Track Mark three. Stocks on the sink. Uh, long away. Brian's time to shine. What do you think? I love it. It's uh, much needed. Yes. Kev. Um, yeah, I give it a love, too. Shout out for the 12 string. Chris? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna buy this one actually. Yeah, long way. It's uh, it, it's the song that impressed me the most. And I uh, and Chris, I, you do yeah. not own a twelve string. You own many guitars. You don't own a twelve. I, string. I, I do not. Yeah, though I have Same. I have looked, but yeah. Yeah, now we gotta get, look into I'm that. Over here, buy, <laughs> I'm over here Quantic. buying guitars I don't need and yeah. uh, not ones I do need. So yeah. uh, that's that's for another discussion. But that's okay. Uh, I'm going to also give this one a strong love. The only reason I didn't give it a Stocks on the Rise is because I had heard it before. Uh, you Take My Breath Away was pretty brand new to me, so that's why that, I got that. But, yeah, strong love. Great job, Brian. Five for five. Uh, a Millionaire Waltz, track four. Mark. Yeah, this is the one where I break out Chris's rubber glove because I don't want to even reach close to the toilet to pull that handle on this <laughs> Give it the big flush. Massive, oh, yeah. massive flush. <laughs> massive. Stop waltzing. Uh, Kev? You know, the discussion brought this down for me. Not like I really loved it that much, but I find it very difficult to completely flush. Probably... The most impressive moment I've had with John Deacon, so I'm going to give it a light squeeze. Okay, Chris. I know I've said everything's competently and written and recorded here, but yeah, I got to kind of go with my taste gut here, and I got I got to flush this one because yeah, I'm never going to listen to this again. <laughs> Professionally put together, but not anything that that I'll ever go back to. Yeah. All right, yeah. for me, uh, Kevin summed it up beautifully said exactly what i wanted to say so i will also give it a light squeeze it's just kind of squeezing by yeah. uh, track five last song on side one am i right on that yeah uh mm-hmm. you and i mark yeah sun sunshine and flowers and brightness and rainbows yeah. uh it is exploding out of your speakers with pure ecstasy i love yeah. it I might not like it, like it with anybody else, but with Queen, it is what they do best. So how can you not give that a love? Okay. Um, and then who is next? Kev. I am flush uh, with cash, so I'm going to buy this song. Okay, well, that's nice. true, I guess. Okay, Chris. <laughs> uh, if I had two buys, though, I'm going to save it. I would have bought this one as my second one, but I'm just going to give it a big love this time. Yeah, I'm not quite sure I understand the strong loves for this one, but I'm still going to give it a like. It's not going to get flushed. Still, but starts I, with, still starts with an L. Okay, yeah, it starts works, with an yeah. L, but I, I, don't know, I don't know if I can back it up that much. But hey, mm. that's, that's what we're about. So uh, flip the record over. Somebody to love. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, maybe a little cheese at times, but no denying it. Super strong, and yeah, it's probably the biggest song on the album. So it's the love, Kev. No, I'm sorry. Why did I go? Why did I you know, go? Yeah, you were just it, it, it sums it up for me. Roll. I'll take that. I'll take it and give it a love. Where am I at? <laughs> Alex, get it together. All right, well, that's fine. Then Kevin and Chris, and then we'll move on. Uh, giving it a love, Alex. Nicely put. Thank you, Chris. We're on, we're on, 
We're on somebody to love, correct? Yeah, just uh, yes, we kind of yeah. got to off a little bit. Uh, yeah, enorm- enormous love. Yeah, you can. This is probably one of my favorite of the singles. Yeah. Okay. Or of the classic songs. Yeah. All right, here we go. My world, Mark. Let's hear it, White Man. <laughs> <laughs> just to spite everybody, I really just want to take out my wallet and just for the reactions that I would see on everyone's face. But it is a. Uh, really really cringy chorus so i'm just gonna love it that's all <laughs> okay kev yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's I just got, doing I, that just to be i have no i was planning on that with my okay. second buy that was that would no was that your first buy if you had one buy if i had one buy yeah it was probably going to between that tie your mother down which i didn't buy because I have two, so I, I I actually have different strategies when I get two. So yes, I'm doing white man. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's that then, Chris. No, it's uh, you know, I'm probably gonna get terminated on our Instagram or whatever, but uh, I'm going to terminate this. <laughs> I uh, yeah, the presentation just bugs the hell out of me. Yeah, and I just couldn't. Uh, this is the one song I had a hard time coming back to out of all the uh, out of all the other songs I flushed on the record yeah this one i just i can't yeah. Yeah, and it's a and it's a shame because yeah i should it should have been more yeah i don't understand though i'm sorry i'm gonna butt in right here Go ahead. i get that the chorus stinks okay like it's not the best but it's the, like the guitar, the, compare, the guitar it, if you save good old-fashioned lover boy i'm gonna throw this guitar slide at the camera it is it, just like I did. I, Why is I'm the not, presentation mean so much on White Man, but on Gold Old Fashioned Lover Boy, it's like, ah, eh, whatever. Well, because I didn't, I didn't that, say it because that song hey, is wait, wait, stop, and stop jumping ahead of yourself. This one isn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, stop jumping ahead of yourself. I haven't. Yeah, I don't know what I'm. Yeah. I'm gonna okay. wait. You'll have to wait and see what I'm gonna what do. He's doing yet. He doesn't even know what track is we're on. He just. <laughs> so, yeah, all I know uh, is that yeah, white yeah, White Man. It just yeah, I don't know. It it just yeah. rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, musically, he, not uh, in chorus, but the lyrics or the verses are fine. Yeah. Yeah, they get their point. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. And, and honest to God, I really did not look into the uh, lyrics at all on this. I mean, I just kind of figured by the title that there's probably a little something going on here. But uh, <laughs> I didn't really dive into it. And just musically, it just was it, it was a sweet lady where there was maybe a cool yeah. rainbowy Dio, Dio part. And then oh, I said Debo Dio part here. And it's just kind of boring. So uh, that gets the flush for me. Actually, let me say this. The thing that was cool. There, that, there, there, was yeah. one, there was there was one cool part about this song that I wrote, and it was a rack tom fill by Roger. And I don't even remember where it was, but it was like in the latter half of the song. So okay. that, that's all it gets. Yeah, so, all right. Here we go. Track eight. Good old fashioned lover boy. Uh, Mark, what do you think? Um. I keep this one. I don't. You know what? Just flush it. I don't. <laughs> I'm tired of Freddie's piano. I want to see the piano, what they did the piano in, headed for a heartbreak. I want to see it out on the curb, out in the rain, and then it blows up. That's what I want to see with Freddie's piano. Kev, Kev, what are your thoughts? I'll follow up with the C4. Okay, well, you know, that's okay. Chris? Like, I want to keep this around, but I know I'm never going to listen to this again, so I guess I'll give it a... I mean, they've done it before. I guess I'll flush this one this time, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is thinking we're going to love it like this, and then they're just like... Man. Alex, <laughs> Alex, you stand alone. That was my most well, honest. Kind of like, okay, just from a listener standpoint, I, I'm, I not, do. No, I'm, I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not going to say it's a top Queen song, but the fact that they did this one little blazing on a Sunday afternoon kind of little vaudevillian song once on the album, I liked it. So it will just get a medium like, and that's all it gets. All right, I'm not going to go too high. I'm not going to go too low. It just kind of sits in the middle. But it stays. So let's bring on over to Mr. Roger Taylor with Drows and Mark. What do you bring think? Bring me up. Bring me up. What's going on in this album? <laughs> yeah, what is going on? <laughs> oh, it's going so on? unique. It belongs on a playlist. Right. I, 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 I love the way it makes your head sway. I don't know. All it's right. it's uh, so divergent from everything else on the album that I think everything else on this album has been done before or will be, be done later, That's better true. by Queen. But this is the one that I could, uh, or I'm just assuming, uh, that will never be done again. That so for true. that, it belongs on my playlist. Right. Sure. Okay. Right. Well, I see the dollar bill in the toilet. Do I go for it and retrieve it and make myself a dollar richer? Or do I pull the handle? Pull the handle. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm at the point where I'm going to have to put my objectivity kind of in the back corner where I'm going to flush this because I'm not going to listen to this again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just running on shallow emotion right now. Yeah, just like, okay, I don't know. All right, it's, I can see. Okay, he has effort, detached but, himself from Queen. Yeah, again, competently <laughs> written and recorded again. That, that's pretty much my one statement, but and, no. And, and you know what? Here's an interesting <laughs> note before Alex uh, ultimately terminates or flushes this one. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. He has now jumped in the lead. Alex now leads the Queen love. Chris has fallen. A, oh, this okay. album's not doing it for him. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I might be back below Chris then because uh, Tripwire has been set. Claymore has been <laughs> set off. <laughs> are we in it? We're, yeah, we're in it. Yeah, yeah. Alex and I are in the arms just flying in the air. Or <laughs> dumping our arms. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's just what happens. And I hate to be boring and, uh, you know, go for the catchy songs here, but maybe there's a reason for it. So, hey, Raj. Uh, hey. I'm not a Raj hater. I loved his other stuff, but just here, didn't make the cut. Uh, so let's bring it on over to the final song on the album, Let Us Clean Together. Uh, Mark, what do you think? Well, I can say this one clearly. Flush. Ooh. Send it down. All right. Kev? What? I enjoy how we're having the contentious back half of this album. I am keeping this song around. Thank you very much. Giving it a love. All right, Chris. Uh, yeah, I I like its uniqueness and the and the chord a lot melody choices. Uh, kind of kept it in the running for me, so I'll give it a love. Okay. See now, this is tricky because my notes say my first line are lights. WTF? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. My, my notes are uh, light squeeze question mark it's fine good song but does it stand out amongst the other epic in quotes queen songs that sound like this 
I don't know. So I hate to take Kevin's rule where you're having your doubts. You're on the fence. I know. know. So what would that make? That would end the album with good old-fashioned Loverboy, which I know Kevin will love. But, uh... Hmm. What a terrible way to end the album. (laughs) I'm not saying it's a great way to end the album. I just, uh, for, just for, for, as a song, I thought it was it's just It's five minutes and 50 seconds. All right, that get is quite, rid that of is it. Just get rid of it. Just set it down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take this. This was uh, the last... And, and you know no. what? Yeah. Queen never really plods, but they plod on this one. It was a little yeah. plotty. A little plotty. So, yeah, I guess that'll wrap it up tonight with Lover Flush It. All right. All right. Well, I think the dust is settling. I don't, don't want to write about what I learned yeah, or what, about my own kind of. I, I, <laughs> he doesn't want to write an essay. He doesn't want to learn anything from this record. I told so, you why. Chris, I, what did you learn from a day at the races? Tell yes. me how you grew as a person from yeah, experiencing this album. It sounds like a job interview question. Yeah, it, yeah, pr- yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I listened to it a few times. I walked away from it for a while, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to go back to it because I can't remember okay, what fine. I listened I to. Learned, so. You know what? I learned what you said, and don't try to rewrite your hit. You don't need to rewrite your hit an album after you just yes. wrote your biggest hit. That's, 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 that is true, and have it not hit as hard. Yeah. Yeah. Either. You don't need to redo. I mean, I, I it's it's strange because it's more of a movie thing. Like you have a big movie, and then you have big movie two, which is the same as like Speed Two or something. Like where Speed was all we needed. Like, I you just know, watched Speed, speed last week, and it holds up. Right? Yeah. And do you need Speed Two in your life? Probably well, yeah. they gave it to you. Speed they on gave a cruise. Saw Two in your life. <laughs> you got Saw Two through Seven, but all you needed was Saw One yeah. or the original. So. <laughs> Yeah, that that's uh, kind of an unusual musical. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe there are other examples that I'm not thinking of. But in terms of like, I guess Metallica tried to rewrite Enter Sandman five different times as well. Yeah. But uh, I think they were well past their prime at that point, at right. least in terms of where they are, where they were in their career versus where Queen should be coming into their prime or right. really at their peak at this point, which I guess, you know, the next record will have some of those songs that represent that. Yeah. Any change in ratings? Uh, I'm going to. Looks like I may have. See, that's the thing. I don't want to give it the same score, but statistic-wise, if I'm doing the calculation, I think it brings me down to about a six. So uh, you, uh, you'd be seven. You've got uh, two flushes and one terminate out of ten gives you a seven. Well, here's the way I did this. Maybe this is not right, but I did. Sorry to take take time explaining this, but fire mother down. It gets a point. Take my breath away. It gets a point. There's two. Long way, long away. There's three points. Millionaire waltz. I gave it a like, so I gave it a half a point. So then we're at three point five. You and I was another half point. So then we're at a four. Somebody to love is a full point. So then we're at a five. And then after that, the only other one I really liked was good old fashioned. So I'll give it a six. Um, yeah, I'm, try- I'm kind of on the fence. I, I kind of wanna because I know I'm not gonna come back. Outside of like the two big singles on here, uh, and the one I bought, I'm probably never going to come back to this record. I might. I don't know if I should drop mine a, po- a half point. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It just doesn't have the impact that the previous record did. As overplayed as that record, even the deep cuts on the other one, yeah, are, are stronger. Even the ones I didn't like still have some strength to them. We're here. Uh, yeah, I think I'll. I think I'll drop mine a half point. Five and a half. Yeah, Kevin. 
You know what? I am, despite my love it or flush it record on this album, I'm actually going to drop mine as well. And it's for a different reason. I think I started off high and I was hoping that it would stay there. And in the end, I still feel like there's a bunch of solid songs and there's a lot that I like here. But I feel like 7.5 needs a bit more memorable songs. Yeah. Almost like Chris was talking about. So drop it to a seven. I still like a lot on here, but you're correct in that. Like maybe it'll take a listen for me to remember what it was that I liked as opposed to, Oh yeah. Just take a look at the track list. Right. And again, most of my writing, I mean, uh, as far as what I liked about it was more just the, uh, again, I mean, you can tell they're, they're, yeah, they're competent at what they do. I mean, competent. That's pretty much where they're at for me at this point. Yeah, they're very competent, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're striking out all the time like other bands of the era. Yeah, where they're just like, wow, just hook after hook after hook. There's not. That's not really here. I mean, they're just very kind of quirky, little sophisticated things that don't necessarily hit for me. Yeah, where sometimes it just gets too. Like again, I like I said earlier, this is the point where kind of Queen the the Queen sound is starting to outgrow. Uh, what i can palette yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh my apologies alex um i had to switch dogs well did you change your score yeah i, I just dropped it down a half point six okay you know i am going to catch these falling knives and bring my score up a half point i don't think it's as bad as a five would indicate i feel like five you're really getting into just skip it territory or i don't think it's a just skip it record i think it's just skip the piano and you <laughs> might still have enough <laughs> to go off of and you know, there's yeah. plenty of variety still so yeah the problem with me personally what pushed it down for me was after listening to it like earlier in the week like two or three times and then i just stopped listening i, I didn't come back to it and i just forgot about it and when i came you back know, to the, the record weird I, thing yeah. about it, me listening to this this week is that i had much more of a night at the opera stuck in my head all right still while i was listening to this oh, than yeah. i did what i was actually listening to just 39 and and you know just just that was still in my head still bouncing around as opposed to i guess tire mother down was probably the biggest earworm here and it was universally liked so right yeah for me i mean when even when i <laughs> again i was listening to a lot of other stuff and really had to yeah this is one of those like okay i have to do the work records i mean earlier today i mean i i mean i usually prepare even if i've listened to it a bunch of times i still kind of skim over the uh, album the day of but i found Mm -hmm. myself listening to the new uh, a time cop 1983 album which just came out just giving them a push (laughs) well i I think this is kind of a given at this point but let's just do a nice quick poll does this album deserve to be in the top 70 of bbc's greatest albums of all time no in the uk no in the uk, <laughs> in the UK. is, is UK. it is it in there no. now <laughs> i i believe it's 69 or 67 oh, oh wow okay no. yeah that's too far down that that's that's far enough down on the list where i would say no yeah <laughs> yeah right now i'm i'm just yeah. going on per- personally now i mean this is not a record yet so you could resonated. name 71 better albums by UK bands. Well, just right off the one. right off the top of my head now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right now. No, I mean, yeah. I mean it's I probably it's still could, not, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, a night at the opera is on there somewhere. Yeah, that um, I would go with. I mean, that's where they really and again we've we talked about it on the last show, but yeah, that's where they really kind of 
for a moment solidified the sound whether it's overplayed i could i could, yes. I could just see this one yeah, being kind of like the hipster fans oh uh, yeah this is a, this is the queen yeah this is like, oh it's it's the one that uh the companion to bohemian rhapsody right is like you're all, you're not bohemian. a real fan if you don't like no shut up yeah. <laughs> don't, don't don't tell me what i can't what i like and don't like about yeah yeah so stuff, kevin yeah. what do you think you're you're the the high roller here on this album no, it's definitely not top. Okay, yeah. What is BBC smoking? I guess uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something that makes this album sound better. I guess because none of us seem to think so. Because I, uh, I would, I would, I would put Queen One and Sheer Heart Attack over this. Oh, big I mean, time! In, yeah, in my personal ratings. Are, are those on? Are, are those on the list? That's two, oh, you, two you albums have to from pull this up band. There, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I oh, would go Sheer Heart Attack. Not sure about Queen One. Um, let me see again. Uh, voted the 70, 67th greatest album of all time in a national 2006 BBC poll. Okay. Uh, go figure. Yeah. I would say Queen One is the great deep cut, like as far as deep record. I think that was the one deep cut record of theirs I really enjoyed as far as up to, to this point. Yeah. Sure. All right. That closes out the year 1976, and we will be seeing you next time. Uh, do we want to? Do we want Queen to go in the direction that they ultimately would go? Or are we happy with uh, where they are? And uh, do they need a, I don't know, a kick in the rear uh, with uh, punk rock and, uh, you know, really just breaking big in the UK at this time and giving, uh, you know, the legacy bands, the dinosaur bands of the era, Pink Floyd, Queen, and whomever else, uh, a fresh start or an impetus to go in a new direction. So we will find that out when we explain for uh, next week in between our upcoming bonus episode from uh, Chris here uh, but we will be exploring that to you uh, I guess in two weeks then uh, with 1977's News of the World <laughs>